From Finance and Commerce, this is Beyond the Skyline, a podcast about economic development, commercial real estate, and construction in Minnesota. In each episode, you will meet business leaders, builders, entrepreneurs, and big thinkers. I'm David Bolander, editor of Finance and Commerce. Thanks so much for joining. Beyond the Skyline is sponsored by Ironmark Building Company. Whether it's a new luxury apartment building in the North Loop or expanding the community in the suburbs, Ironmark builds quality projects for discerning clients. Ironmark's foundation is built on a culture of collaboration with clients and projects that stand the test of time. Talk to Ironmark's award-winning team about your next construction project today. Go to ironmarkbuildingco.com. In this episode, FNC reporter J.D. Duggan talks to Ryan Bartley, Senior Vice President and Market Officer at Blackstone's industrial real estate company, Link Logistics. Bartley discusses Link's strategies during the industrial boom and his continued confidence in the Twin Cities market. Hey, today we have Ryan Bartley, uh, Senior Vice President and Market Officer at Link Logistics. Hey, Ryan, thanks for being here. Can you first tell me a bit about your work and about Link Logistics? Sure thing, JD. Well, thanks for having me. This is exciting to be here. Um, so I really appreciate it. And so I oversee Link's uh, investments and operations here in the Minneapolis market. Uh, I've got, I'm a native to Minnesota and I've been uh, in commercial real estate for about 20 years now. So coming up on that. Currently, our Minneapolis portfolio is about 18 million square feet. We have 160 buildings and over 500 customers. And we are the largest owner of commercial real estate here in the Twin Cities. Nationally, Link is among the largest owners uh, of real estate as well, with about 500 million square feet and 11,000 customers. To give you a little bit of perspective of Link's scale and size, about 5% or almost a trillion dollars flows through uh, Link's facilities each year. Wow. Um, And that's mostly in the industrial realm, right? Correct. All industrial real estate. That's our focus. So there was a big boom in industrial. Link moved into this market, basically became a household name in the industrial sector. Can you tell me a bit about what some of your strategies were at the time and what opportunities existed? Of course. You know, we identified two major things. Uh, First, Minneapolis has an economically strong and diverse tenant base with 17 Fortune 500 companies. And we also found there to be quite a bit of fractional ownership and private investors with larger portfolios and believed it was a market we had an opportunity to achieve scale rather quickly. So from 2018 to present, we've acquired more than 20 million square feet. And we attribute a lot of that success to having a great local team of experts and the support of a major capital partner. Uh, this allows us to invest soundly, and we're very proud of the portfolio we've assembled. Yeah. Um, how would you say the Twin Cities industrial market has changed since that boom? And what opportunities do you think still exist? Well, prior to the boom, I'd say Minneapolis rents remained relatively flat. And since the boom, user demand in Minneapolis has jumped dramatically. And we've seen strong increase in rent growth. The fundamentals of e-commerce have been a big driver of user demand. And we, we just think that will continue. Uh, additionally, transportation costs have seen an increase and tenants are focused on being closer to their end user uh, to reduce those costs. So we have identified this trend early, created an infill portfolio that supports our customer needs. And we're very bullish on industrial real estate in the Twin Cities and believe tenant demand will continue to remain strong moving forward. Yeah. Um, what do you think has chilled some of that boom? You know, I, I think the it hasn't really chilled. I mean, the capital markets certainly have been a disruptor, I'd, I'd tell you. Um, but we're, our demand has not stopped. So the user demand is still really strong. Yeah. 
it's just harder to get investors signing on in kind of uncertain economic times. I think yeah, with the with the uncertainty of the capital markets, there's certainly going to be um, a there's groups rethinking how they're they're looking at their real estate and their returns. Yeah, achieve. Yeah, and Link has made some divestments since the boom was really really uh, at its peak. Um, was that always the plan, or did something change and you decided to sell? What is um, what's happened there? You know, I'd say always the plan. I mean, Link will continue to be buyers and sellers of industrial real estate here in Minneapolis. And we're not one that looks to time the market. On the assets that we've sold, we achieved our targeted business plan. It was an appropriate time to sell those assets. I think it's as simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can you share how much you guys sold? Well, I think we've round-tripped about 10% of our portfolio. Um, you know, we're really focused on further growth in Minneapolis and bullish of the long-term prospects of the market. And we'll continue to buy, sell, and and execute on our strategy. Yeah. What did you say? You round tripped it? What is I don't know what that means. So bought it and sold it. Sure. Okay. I guess I could have assumed as much. Um is the uh is the future bright here? What do you think is the outlook for the Twin Cities industrial market? You've spoken to this a little bit already. Yeah, I, I think we feel really confident the Minneapolis industrial market remains bright. Uh historically, we've been a market where development stays in line with user demand. Uh we're seeing no signs of that dynamic shifting. Currently, uh, I think vacancy remains very low, very healthy, and is among the lowest in the country. Minneapolis has demonstrated to be more resilient than other markets in the country. In fact, uh, you know, during the Great Recession or the financial crisis, excuse me, uh, you know, Minneapolis remained healthy and only saw about sixty bips of vacancy increase, where the market or the country saw more like two hundred and fifty. So. It's a steady market. We have strong tenant base. We have great operators here, and it's it's a great economy. Yeah. Um, how would it? How would you compare it to other markets? Um, what are some of the strengths and weaknesses that Minneapolis has that others maybe don't? You know, I think I mean it's it's a strong performer. Uh, our vacancy remains low. Supply remains in check with demand. We have a diverse and educated workforce and skilled labor. Our unemployment is low. We have a strong household income. I mean, these are all great things that make our market fundamentally sound. Certainly makes me proud to be here living in Minnesota and working here. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you think the focus on kind of proximity to population centers is as important as it was a few years ago, considering, you know, more people are working from home? Um, there's been maybe some <clears throat> flight to the suburbs. I don't know if they're that trend hasn't necessarily been proven entirely, but would you say that's as important? I, I would, absolutely. I think the increased transportation costs and labor scarcity really um, are a focus. So proximity to population will remain very important. I mean, there are always going to be certain submarkets that are going to perform better than others, but overall, the entire market here performs very well, and we have a very diverse population base. Yeah. Um, zooming in, what do you see in the various submarkets, where do opportunities remain strong? How's the industrial sector changed in the various submarkets? I mean, the Northwest submarket continues to be the most have the most tenant demand, leads the market net absorption. Um, so I think that one will continue to remain strong, uh, and, and that is why we uh, have a bulk of our portfolio concentrated in, around that Northwest submarket. We're starting to see quite a bit of development um, out in the east and the south, like. Woodbury, uh, Cottage Grove, Lakeville, cities like that. Mm -hmm. And so we're keeping an eye on those. Um, but market-wide, we really have no concerns of oversupply and really feel good about uh, all of our submarkets here in the Twin Cities. Yeah. Um, 
have you guys been developing in, in that kind of east southeast area? To date, we have not developed anything out there. Um, there are quite a few larger and local developers that are um, doing that today, and we'll see how you know the success they have. And uh, but there's certainly the activity has been strong at at all these various developments. Yeah, are there any um, projects or recent acquisitions that are public at this point that you could point to that you're maybe excited about or, or think uh, was was really a kind of a gem of an opportunity? Yeah, I think the portfolio we've assembled here in Minneapolis is is a gem and has been an opportunity. Uh, we've been fortunate enough to buy a couple larger portfolios. Uh, like a two and a half million, a five and a half million, and another two and a half. So we we've done great with the acquisitions we have. Um, we, we found to date. We are certainly always looking for more. We're always chasing others, and think we'll continue to buy here. Um, realist, it, but the market has slowed in, from the acquisition disposition world, given the capital markets that we've seen, and so we're hopeful that. Uh, that trend picks back up to where we the levels we saw in 2020 and and um early 22. sure and there's this huge backlog of demand right so once the markets kind of stabilize you i mean do you expect that to happen do you expect things to pick up again i i do i think we're seeing it currently uh you know the fundamentals of industrial real estate have not wavered you know there's still very strong user demand uh we're still getting great rent growth um, and we're starting, you know, we're really seeing all of those fundamentals continue to just plow through what might, um, what people are thinking could be a recession or um, any disruption in our market. Yeah. What would you say is driving rent growth? Is it just this kind of imbalance of supply and demand that's really doing that? I think that we have a really <laughs> strong user base here of tenants that want to be, have an infill a location, which is what um, link had, had the portfolio we have. So we've been fortunate enough to, to be a part of that uh, growth. Uh, and, and I do think that there's just, there's a lot more user demand in Minneapolis than we had seen um, prior to, you know, I guess the pandemic. Yeah. Um, do you guys do work beyond the Metro or have you mostly stayed kind of around the Minneapolis St. Paul area? We're focused Primarily in the Twin Cities, um, as it as it relates to Minnesota, um, you know we like to stay in major markets. We want to be um, a group that has a presence, uh, and so we have not found um, there to be a reason yet to you know focus on like a Mankato or Duluth. Currently, we're focused right here in the Twin Cities. Sure, sure, that makes sense. Um... All right. Well, Ryan, is there anything um, that you wanted to add that I didn't ask about? No, I appreciate you, you having me. And uh, yeah, we're really excited about where 23, 24 is going to go in the industrial real estate market. So keep an eye out. I think it's going to yeah. be. For sure. Sounds good. Thanks a lot for taking the time. Thanks, JD.